0: Hello, and thank you for joining us here on The Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my trusty sidekick, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric DeLala. Phil, it's, it's finally game week. We've arrived. Yes, finally. So much talk about preseason games, training camp. Let's talk about a real game. I like it. Yeah. We might as well. We've waited long enough. Broncos heading on the road here week one at the Giants. We'll break down this game. We'll talk about a a few different storylines I think that are important heading into this one including what can Teddy Bridgewater do in his Broncos debut to win over Broncos fans? Yeah
1: I mean he's he certainly has work to do Phil. There's this consensus well maybe not a consensus but just this opinion out there from a lot of people. I don't know if it's a vocal minority or, or what you would call it but certainly a lot of people out there Phil that are not thrilled with the decision they need to see more from Teddy Bridgewater I think there's a way you can go out and and take a really good first step in week one
0: definitely I think it's more uh, fans were excited about the possibilities of what Drew Locke was could have been and then now if Teddy goes out there and wins if he plays well then I think fans will start to be like all right I'm more of a Broncos fan than I was just a Drew Locke fan yeah so, I think so. Yeah, uh, We'll talk about the Broncos' pass rush going up against the Giants' offensive line. That could be an area where the Broncos might have an advantage, although Bradley Chubb, some injury concerns there.
1: Yeah, we're going to have to see with Bradley, of course, but I think with or without Bradley Chubb, that could be a real advantage for Denver, um, maybe where this game could be won.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that if you get after Daniel Jones a little bit, maybe that's where you can have an advantage, especially for this Broncos defense. Vic Fangio said this week that he wants two to three turnovers every game. Should be the expectation, I think. You know, if you're going to have
1: the number one defense or a top five defense, it's got to be about more than yards, more than sacks. It's got to be takeaways. And they didn't do that last year. They've got to do it this year.
0: Eric, it's a season opener. Okay, yeah. we're going to talk about maybe our favorite Broncos season openers that we remember. I, I know some games come to mind. We'll get to that here. Um, the Broncos, you know, have the uh, the highest winning percentage for week one in the NFL.
1: That's a uh, that's a good stat there, Phil. Are
0: yeah. going to bring back two truths and a lie at some point? Maybe two truths and only maybe we can bring that back. That's where uh, I say two truths, one lie. But sometimes, sometimes. it's all like three sometimes. lies, or <laughs> yeah. or it's all truth. Something I just kind of keep you on yeah. your toes.
1: Maybe maybe a future episode.
0: That's a fun game that uh, true members of NZ Nation will re- be able to recall. That's right. So uh, yes, our favorite season openers, and then we'll get to some predictions. I know we got some Super Bowl predictions. We'll have some predictions for the game, maybe some other things too could be kind of nice. Who knows what we'll say. could be kind of nice. Eric, it's the season opener. Things around the facility, a little bit more buttoned up this week. Yeah, that's you know, right. Hey, we got to get down to business. The polos are gone. We're wearing nice, nice shirts. shirts. Nice shirts. I got a haircut. Yeah. Eric, that's why it's, it's it's time to get serious. But this is the neutral zone. We like to keep things pretty light, Eric. That's true. We checked out the uh, YouTube comments here. Cameron Petaway, I really like A.D., because he brings honest commentary. He's a facts guy. We need someone to tell us if we stink or not. Eric, is AD, is that you?
1: I think that's me, Phil. We know here on the Neutral Zone, many people believe I'm kind of the logical one, the one with the, the facts, the good takes. You're the emotional one. You're the heartbeat of this
0: podcast, Phil. <laughs> I tend to be in a, just
1: an emotional guy.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, you're a logical guy, I guess. Yeah. Exactly it's uh,
1: all, If there's a, like a little statistic Or a code or a formula
0: That's you Yeah Yeah An algorithm Ooh Yeah uh, Another comment here Abe uh, Haley maybe Hale Hallen? Haley uh, Man you guys are good Thank you for keeping us fed During this long stretch
1: Yeah It might, must be a liquid diet Phil Because we just bring the juice That's true Sauce Every episode Sauce, sauce and sauce juice and Juice Yeah Liquid diet we,
0: Yeah Yeah like he's not being sarcastic, right? He's I do like, so. You
1: guys are good. Maybe maybe people are doing a little bit of intermittent fasting because, you know, you listen to That's the true. neutral zone sometimes in the afternoon if you're on your way home Too from work. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: you do, I think you do the fasting in the morning, though, right?
1: That's true. That's what I'm saying yeah. is you get your food, which is the neutral zone, oh, after a morning, after morning or a day got of it. fasting. Maybe your
0: commute back. Okay, got it. Yeah. Jim Toft, Eric, loved your article on the experience in the booth for Steve Levy. Thanks, Jim. Uh, did you do some with Steve Levy? Yeah, check it out on Deverbroncos.com. Okay, uh, Jim Toft also says a hair looks great, but not sure about that red shirt, Phil. I did wear a red shirt last yeah, week. Bad. That was probably bad optics. Yeah, we don't like anything red
1: around here. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I, I it's a little different today, Phil. You're wearing blue for the New York Giants. Um, uh, what are you wearing green for? This is except for the Packers. <laughs>
0: Can't really talk about that. That would be a tampering yeah, 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 yeah. thing.
1: Um, but I do during the season, Phil. So I try not to wear like a tie that might accidentally. That's true. All, go all with my ties other...
0: are orange. So I like to exclusive. mix it up a little. No, I got
1: a blue good. one with a few little horses on it. Yeah, it's
0: kind of nice. Horses, how huh? Broncos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like Palio. Uh, oh, oh, got it. Yeah. yeah. Sienna. Yeah. Oh, got it. Let's okay. go. <laughs> uh, Colin Harrington says at Phil Milani, sco Bears over the Buffs on Friday. Yeah. That did not happen, Colin. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to inform you, it was not as big of a blowout as I thought. The the Buffs only scored 35 points. I didn't think college football started till this coming weekend. Your cats, uh, unfortunately, they, didn't play. they have the weekend off, hmm. and they're
1: gonna start this weekend against. They didn't Indiana play Michigan State. State, right? No, that was that Michigan didn't happen. State. They canceled okay. that
0: game. Got it. I think Colin Harrington left a voicemail too, so. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah he tried to say sco. I, I, We don't have time to play that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carl. Next time. Next time. And then the last one I wanted to read here is uh, Glauber Ferreria. Okay. Uh, he just says, great show. So uh, thank you, Glauber. Appreciate it. You have a friend, you know? Bob Glauber. Is that right? Yes, that's true. Uh, he was just recognized by the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Covers the Giants. Well, maybe it's him. Yeah uh it, it's possible i don't think <laughs> probably so but it's, not. Maybe, probably but not probably thank you glabber yeah exactly um if you'd like to be a part of the show and want your comment read just leave one right here if you're watching on youtube smash that subscribe button too uh, uh, uh. eric you could leave a voicemail you mentioned colin left the voicemail 707 neutral that's right and if you're maybe you're shy, yeah, you don't want to leave a voicemail. Yeah, How can you? Yeah, we'll we'll
1: put this in terms that Ben Swanson might understand. Yeah,
0: you're you're a little
1: uh, perennial in the shade. You're afraid to reach out into the sun, but you still need nutrients.
0: Yeah, because you trees st- don't grow in the shade. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: you could leave an email at neutralzoneshow at gmail Yes,
0: and we'll read uh, the read the email right here on the show. Those are all the ways you can get involved. You can just hit us up on Twitter. At Eric Delilah with an A, at Phil Maloney with a PH, non-traditional spelling. Yeah, there, that's Eric. kind of interesting. And next week, there is one more way you can get involved in the show. I thought you were never going to talk about There's it. There was one more way. We buried the Not. lead a little bit. We did bury the lead a little bit. Uh, some exciting news, Eric, for the Neutral Zone. That's right,
1: Phil. Every single Monday for the rest of time, yep. at least during this season, we will be broadcasting the Neutral Zone live. At the Breckenridge Brewery Farmhouse in Littleton,
0: we're going to be recording it live.
1: Recording it live. Sorry,
0: That's It won't be a. Well, l- let's
1: start this whole thing over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> scratch that. We'll edit that. Yeah, we'll edit. <laughs> no, we won't. Okay, Eric. Some exciting news. <laughs> but no, uh, every Monday, Phil, at yep. six p.m., people can come by. They can listen to us record the Neutral Zone. We'll take some fan questions. Uh, this first episode after the New York Giants game on September thirteenth. Our buddy, our pal, the, the Hoff, the Hoff, Steve Atwater, he's going to join us. Uh, I'm excited, Phil. Every Monday it gives a people a chance to come and be a part of the show, celebrate some wins, toss back a couple of bevvies safely yeah. and responsibly. Yes, of course. That uh. I, I'm excited to see where things go.
0: I know. I think that it could be fun just to, uh, you know, we get these comments and we get everything. Uh, you know, we gather all the voicemails and the emails. But to see it in person, have some fans right there. I know NZ Nation will show up. The Breckenridge Brewery Farmhouse.
1: That's right. In Littleton, Colorado. Littleton,
0: right off of Santa Fe there.
1: Yep. Check out uh, DenverBroncos.com for more information. But, yeah, it yeah. should be
0: a cool deal. Hopefully
1: we see some members of Neutral yeah. Nation there. Tom Magnetti's coming out for that yep. Washington game, I think. That's true. Uh Tom, if Jeff you don't Fl- have to leave till Tuesday morning, yeah, come, out come join us on Monday. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Flanagan. Flanagan. Yep. Get out here Get from California.
0: Yep. Brandon, Brandon from and Iowa. Iowa. Come out. Come on out. We got a lot of long distance. <laughs> those are our favorites. Yeah, those are our favorites. Yeah. John Jornod, I have no yeah, idea what you're John you Jornod. He better come out because he's a big fan of you of yours. That's right. Not so much me. Rick Owens, there will be Owens. Some a lot non- of football A lot of football, some nonsense. Yeah. Lisa Lane. I mean, yes, just the true. whole crew. Are you surprised that a company wanted to get behind the show? Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> it wasn't West Rock Coffee. I know, be because we've given them a lot of free Yeah, pump.
1: exactly. Gold
0: Package, Elephant
1: on the front. Um, we, we probably should never mention them yep. again. It's all about that's Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Bre- 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 Brewery. Some of the best it's, beer I've yep, ever had. Exactly. I've never had a beer that good. If
0: it goes well, maybe we'll get some mic stands. Yeah. That's the next you know, thing on the list. Yeah. But there could there be could nice. be stickers at some point. Could be some stickers. We're yeah. working on some stickers, maybe some social giveaways. Maybe like it, if you leave a voicemail, maybe a sticker might be coming in the mail. Ooh, that could be nice. Yeah. We're going to get more voicemails than ever before, yeah. maybe. You could put uh, that sticker anywhere you, anywhere you want.
1: And the good news is, Phil, I believe there's televisions there. So if you come out to listen to the new Watch Monday zone, Night Football right you after. Could, yeah, you could watch Monday Night Football. If you get bored of us, you could just go to a different table.
0: That's true. You can put in uh, your headphones and just not listen to us. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it'll probably be about an hour, I would say, generally. I think so.
0: Six to seven, right about that. Mountain daylight time. Um, And if it keeps, yeah. or um, Mountain standard time later in the Sometimes, yeah. That's what I was going to say, yeah. But later. Yeah. And if it goes really well, we'll have to get security out there just because it's going to be... Yeah, the fans. Yeah, it could be too much. You said
1: you'll sign foreheads, but nothing else.
0: Yeah. And I'll only sign for three hours after. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, after that. Right. I got to get home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Breckenridge Brewery every Monday during the season. September 13th. At the farmhouse. Steve Atwater. We're going to make the farmhouse a farm home. Yes, we will. Memories. You know, (laughs) warmth. It's going to be nice.
1: Especially, Phil, when we get into, like, November and December. It's a cold winter's night. Yeah. You just need a nice stout. To warm
0: you up. Um, And the voice will have to go down to like, "Mm, Welcome, Welcome to Breckenridge Brewery Farmhouse. Eric, what did you think about the Broncos contest? Yeah, exactly. The game. Yeah, Phil. Well, their 12th consecutive
1: win was one to behold. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, check it out. It'll be fun. Yeah.
1: Do you think you would enjoy, like, after a win, you're obviously going to enjoy a celebratory beer, but could probably use a beer after a loss, too, right? Bo- both. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so. it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I would drink Breckenridge Brewer beers anyway. It doesn't anyway. even really <laughs> need to be a game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's dive into... <laughs> Please drink responsibly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we'll have our lawyers. There'll yeah. be a message oh, at the end oh, of the I'll show. We'll that, yeah, too. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Eric, let's get into our first topic of conversation here. The Broncos, week one, heading out to the Meadowlands and MetLife Stadium here facing the Giants. What can Teddy Bridgewater do in this game to finally win over Broncos fans?
1: Win. I mean, you know, there's more to it than that, but you got to win. That's what he says, right? Yeah. He's, that, just he's not worried wins. about the stats, not worried about if he throws for three touchdowns, four touchdowns, 300 yards, four touchdowns. Trevor Simeon. You, you huh? got to win. And so that that's where it starts. And that's playing good football by not turning the ball over I think if Teddy could get out of this first game without an interception without a fumble because those did plague him a little bit last year Phil that that would be good get the ball in the hands of your playmakers take a couple shots down the field when you have that opportunity Um, play good football early in the game and late in the game that's something that I took away from his press conference on on Wednesday he said Good teams are good early in the game, and then he's got kind of that calming presence that if it's close on the road in the fourth quarter, you know, you you kind of believe that he's not going to – Melvin Gordon said that. He's not going to be too high, too low. He's going to get people ready to go, kind of transfers that feeling of calm. So if he can play well at those two kind of bookends of the game, I think that's going to result in some stats. So, you know, do I expect him to go out there and throw for 300 yards? Probably not, but I I think if you could put up 250 with a couple of touchdowns, no interceptions, lead a double-digit win, um, I mean, any win is good, but especially if you could get a double-digit win on the road, I think people would be going into week two saying, oh, you know, maybe we need to give Teddy a chance here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think just winning, you know, like we've talked so much about how important the start of the season is for the Broncos, have not won a September game with Vic Fangio as the head coach. If they could just go out there and get a win – I think people will say, okay, well, that's why they picked Teddy Bridgewater to be the quarterback. And, you know, I think that week one, there's always a little bit of jitters. Everybody's kind of feeling it out. And, you know, there's some surprise teams out there that get big wins. And, you know, there's just – week one is a little bit funny, you know. And maybe a guy like Teddy Bridgewater who's calm – who comes to work the same way every day if he could just go out there and be the same guy we saw in Minnesota the same guy we saw in Seattle the same guy we saw that third drive against the Rams I think Broncos fans are going to say okay this is why uh, the Broncos chose Teddy Bridgewater and you said it, get the ball to the play, to his playmakers. He talked about Corlin Sutton a little bit. Uh, he said that when he gets to game day, Corlin Sutton turns into a different person. Uh, I just think that this team is loaded with weapons that he could go out and throw for 300 yards. There's no reason why. He talked about taking shots down the field. He said with this team, that's going to be a big part of the offense is – when those shots are there take them and even uh, the Giants head coach Joe Judge said that the Broncos wide receiver core is one of the best in the NFL
1: yeah it's not to to discount what Teddy can do by saying I don't know that he'll necessarily throw for 300 It's that I think the running game is going to be a really big part of what you do and so if you get enough yards there it kind of takes away from from what you're doing but I think the biggest thing with Teddy that Phil is and you touched on it he's the same guy. And so the season opener, sometimes variance can really hurt you. And so what I like about Teddy is that you kind of know what you're going to get from some extent or to some extent when you go into this game. I don't think there's a chance that he's going to go out there and just like completely bomb. And Drew has a lot of potential. We've talked about it. I think that there's a chance that going into this game, the way I would have felt is like, Drew could go out there and throw for four touchdowns, or he could go out there and turn the ball over a couple times, and you could lose that game. And with Teddy, I'm less concerned about like the worst-case scenario.
0: Do you feel more confident going in there with Teddy? I do,
1: because no. I don't think that that worst-case scenario comes into play. And I think when you look at a lot of the teams that the Broncos face this year, I think their roster is better in a, in a lot of situations where you say, Okay, you know the Broncos' roster stacks up really well against the Giants, against the Jaguars, against the Jets. Even I think you look at teams like the the Ravens and the Steelers; their roster right there. stacks up. Yeah, exactly. They're right there. And so, if you can have quarterback play that is capable enough, and you're not going to have that that worst case scenario, to me, I feel a lot more comfortable. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I do feel more comfortable with Teddy Bridgewater going into Week One. Feel like the the chances of a win are much better. Um, And part of that is, I talk about variation kind of between the two quarterbacks, also drive the drive. What I've seen with Teddy is that one bad drive doesn't really spiral. He's been able to, and we only saw it once in the preseason, but he had a field goal drive that didn't go so great and then had the three and out and responded to that three and out with a long touchdown drive. You're not going to score on every possession in the NFL. The best teams in the NFL score like three and a half points per possession or something like that. So...
0: You've just got to respond
1: well, and I think Teddy can do that.
0: Here's one reason why I think maybe you might see some shots this week is because Pat Shermer, going back to New York, facing his old team in the Giants, I think he's the kind of guy who might say, I'm going to show you what you're missing out here. He might dial up some tricks. He might dial up something and have Teddy really take some shots down the field and, and maybe get up to you know the high 20s or something like that. The high 20s. In point. Oh, i so sorry. <laughs> that would be nice. Can we do that? Yeah. We can do that. That could be uh, nice. I think
1: so. You know, I, in, I don't expect everything to be perfect in week one. I think there's going to be – we've talked about the red zone really being important, third down. I think you're going to look back at this first game and say, oh, they can, they can clean things up here. They can clean things up there. The Giants last year, Phil, I believe, had a second-ranked red zone defense in the NFL. So they're almost as good down there as the Broncos have been. Yep. So it won't be easy, and maybe that's where – You know, if you can get the ball to Cortland Sutton deep and you don't have to take a red zone chance later, maybe that's good. It's Um,
0: a good defense here in New York.
1: So I don't expect things to be perfect, but I I would say somewhere in that, like, 23, 24, 25, if you could get up to there, if you you can get to 24 points every week, your defense should be good enough that you should win a lot of these games.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Uh, The the Giants are one of the best defenses, so – and t- typically, offenses, it takes a little while to get rolling. Like, I think the Broncos, what they only scored like 13 points last last year against the Titans, I think, in that week one matchup. Yeah, I think was, they lost 16-13, right? I think it was 16-14. 14, maybe. Okay. I think they so. needed that last field goal to win, I believe. Got it. Okay. Let me put you on the spot a little bit here. Yeah. Do you think that Teddy is operating with a little bit of a short, you know, uh, he might get swapped out here. if, Say, at halftime, it's not going well. No. That's not going to happen, right? Nope.
1: No, I I don't think – barring injury, I think Teddy plays the entire game. I think he gets all of next week as well. And really, I think you probably have to give him a chance to start week three against the Jets. And then if that goes south, then maybe you consider a change. But you've – what I would say is that if you're losing to – this week is a little different because it's a, a good defense, but if you were to go on the road and lose to the Jaguars or you were to lose to the Jets, there's probably a lot more going on that's going wrong than just Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. In, in my mind. And I think a new guy, we, we heard him talk on Wednesday about it's going to take some time to learn the offense – you know, Vic Fangio said there's a reason the Buccaneers played so well late in the season yep. with Tom Brady. It, it takes a few weeks. You need to build towards something. So I think as long as you're winning, uh, or I, I guess even if you split the first two or something like that, I, I think Teddy's going to have some room to grow here, some leniency. Um, only if it gets, you know, 0 oh and 3, 0 oh and 4, 1 and 5. That's when I would think you could turn to Drew okay. Lock and see, hey, can he save this? But I, if I were Vic Fangio, I would not consider going to Drew Locke until at least week three.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, uh, what would be nice is if the Broncos went out there and played well enough on offense that we can stop talking about this type of stuff.
1: Well, and I, I think you look at, I'm trying to remember which site it was. I think it was ESPN. I think they graded Teddy as the 19th best quarterback, um, or it was a 538. Yeah, that's a statistics say. Yep. website that Nate Silver runs. They graded Teddy as the 19th best quarterback. Last year, of course, Drew graded out as the worst quarterback in football. So any jump, and that's not to take a shot at Drew, but any any jump in play, especially if you can get to 19, which is very close to league average, I think you're going to be looking you're going to say, okay, well, that means you've gotten the ball to Jerry Judy, to Cortland Sutton, to Noah Fant, Melvin Gordon, and Javante Williams are playing well. You're scoring in the low to mid-20s, and, and you're probably feeling all right. And like you said, Phil you're not going to be thinking about going away from Teddy. You're going to be thinking, hey, can we beat the Baltimore Ravens at home? Can we go on the road and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers? Can we put ourselves in a really good position here through the first quarter of the season? Yep. And I, I just hope, I said this in our our mailbag, I I hope that people aren't, there are a lot of questions about how short is Teddy's leash. I hope people aren't rooting for that, Phil, because that's, yeah, exactly. that's the wrong outlook to have. You need to be saying, hey, let's go get behind Teddy. Let's see what the Broncos can do. Before a snap has even been played, your thought shouldn't be, when can we get rid of this guy?
0: The uh, notion, though, that Teddy, this is his first year in the offense, I guess the flip side to that is that, well, Drew's already played a year in this offense. He he should be able to hit the ground running. I guess that tells you what Teddy was able to do here is that even though it was his first year, he was a, still able to beat out Drew and win this job. So uh, I don't... I'm not necessarily buying it that it's just hey, it's his first year. He's even said that a lot of the terminology he's got it down. He feels like uh, you know he's a veteran in this league that he's going to be able to uh, really get things going here to start. Maybe it's it takes a while for the whole offense to really. Get run in, especially against a good defense like the Giants. But the the whole thing that it's just his first year. You got to be patient with him. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm buying that.
1: Okay. I mean, I think it's it's less to me about like knowing the offense and running it. It's little things that take time. Like if he sees Courtland Sutton lined up on the right and notices a certain kind of coverage, just gives him a little. Yeah, you need, you need some time to kind of work yeah, on those things. So that to me is what comes with time. Um, and you're right about Teddy learning the offense. I mean, Pat Shermer said very early in training camp Teddy's caught up to Drew yeah so that, I mean that speaks to how much work Teddy must have put in how you know what sort of benefit he must have as a veteran having learned some different systems um, but I, I also do think if all goes well the offense should be better in
0: November or December than it is yeah in yeah. September continue to get better yes. and evolve and everything of course yeah I think that I'm excited I mean we've only seen him play like three series every preseason game the best part about the first regular season game is, okay, now it's for real. Now there's some scheming going on. Now we're going to see him make adjustments. You know, part of winning in the NFL is coming in with a good game plan, seeing what the Giants do, and then adjusting. That's, like, one of the reasons why like a guy like Mike Shanahan was so good, Gary Kubiak, making those in-game adjustments. Finally, we'll get a, a chance to see some real football and see, see how this thing goes.
1: And I think that there's – you know, people talk about the – the short passes or the checkdowns or whatever, it's it's frustrating to a defense, Phil. When you complete pass Derek Carr, after, exactly. That's, did, that's exactly so what many think. times. When you think of D- Derek Carr playing Denver, you think I think there's a game he went 31 of 33, oh, and the, the Raiders lost. You can't sack him. They, yeah, they lost a close game, but yeah, you can't get to him because he's throwing the ball too fast. He's completing too many passes, so you're picking up like easy yards, and it doesn't mean you're scoring on every drive, but it's just. It as a defense, it becomes demoralizing. I think to see someone complete that many passes, I think it could be the same thing with Teddy here, and just probably a more talented roster around him than what Derek Carr has. To yeah, I was going to say
0: maybe Derek Carr hasn't experienced that success in terms of wins, but twenty sixteen. Yeah, I mean with a good defense and you yep. know some more playmakers then maybe you do start winning uh, some serious games, make the playoffs or whatever. So um, excited to see what Teddy Bridgewater can do here uh, week one against the Giants. Let's talk about the other side of the football here, Eric. Hoping to see Von Miller and Bradley Chubb out there together, a chance to go up against uh, a Giants offensive line that not really their strongest uh, part of their team. And then Daniel Jones uh, coming into his third year here in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you look at left tackle for the Giants. Andrew Thomas, that's who Bradley Chubb would be lining up against. If he can't go, it's probably Malik Reed there or Jonathan Cooper. Uh, and then Vaughn Miller going against Nate Solder on the other side. Who's us go, a, Buffs. A, a good Colin, pl- Colin, I know you're still so watching. A good player but didn't play last year. I don't think you know exactly what you're going to get from him. Didn't necessarily pan out uh, right when he got there. So some opportunities. And, and all reports are that the offensive line has not looked great out in new york so draymond jones up the middle um daniel jones has been known to turn the ball over he, he doesn't do Ten a lot
0: interceptions last year he,
1: he doesn't do it a lot deep down the field he's actually pretty good at the deep passing but um in intermediate throws when he's pressured i mean i think there's an opportunity there to get to him to set up some third and longs and kind of pin your ears back and that to me phil is you know in most games 24 points or 20 points or whatever it's going to put you in position that you're at least in the game but I, th- I think what could I think people might be surprised by how few points the Broncos could allow this weekend just because I think they're going to make life really miserable uh, Vic Fangio has a whole offseason to kind of prep for this game you've got Pat Sertanu you can use in a variety of ways and people don't really have that on film yet uh, to me this this could be a really exciting defensive performance kind of similar a few years ago I don't know if you remember the the Seahawks game Vaughn just kind of came alive I think three sacks had a forced fumble oh yeah I uh, remember of course 2018 I believe yes um I remember that I I could see a similar type performance in terms of pass rush and maybe the offense isn't quite as successful even as the Seahawks just because Russell Wilson is an all-world player but yeah uh, I could see big things this weekend.
0: You heard Vic Fangio even say that the way that this defense is stacking up here, it's going to make things very easy to disguise what they're trying to do. You might see some unexpected blitzes, that kind of thing. I do think that uh, this Broncos defense is going to be really stingy. I mean, they didn't give up a touchdown in the preseason, right? They did not. The only team not to give up? Correct. I think you tweeted that. Did I? At Eric Delilah with an A, folks. That's where you want to find out information, just like that. Uh, I I do think that uh, you know Pat Tan the second I think an excellent uh, candidate for defensive player of the year uh, as a rookie as a as a rookie defensive player of the year. I say the I say it a different way. That's okay, right? (laughs) (laughs) Again, in there means the same thing. It means the exact same thing. yeah, but if, if Bradley Chubb can stay healthy and be out there, then obviously that's what makes the pass rush special. Uh, Bradley Chubb, uh, a little bit of a tough week here with the injury, and then also uh, getting detained earlier this week uh, by the Douglas County Sheriff's Department. Yeah, but
1: you hope you can just move past that yeah. because
0: what really it's the last thing you need is a
1: distraction I think we know Bradley a good guy Vic Fangio mentioned you know this type of thing happens but you'd like to be able to see this him kind of move past this move past the injury I think it's the injury to me at least is the more pressing concern because that's going to control whether or not he's on the field or not it doesn't sound like Vic Fangio was planning to to sit him yeah for disciplinary I just reasons. think
0: you don't want this to pop up no. The first week of the regular season No, it's. I mean, That's, it's not ideal It's got to be a little bit more mature Got to be able to handle some of these things I think that uh, uh, the Broncos brass probably communicated that to him Broncos brass You like that? Is that one of our shows? Bron- I don't think so oh, okay no. That could be a good show That could be Yeah Maybe a segment on the show Ooh. On this show Could, could be really be. nice
1: No, I, I mean, I think the, the defense with Bradley out there Especially Much better Healthy Bradley it changes because what what he does well is different than Vaughn, you know. He Vaughn is that speed guy; He's going to go quickly around you. He's going to dip below you. Bradley can just knock you backwards, and so um, uh, you, you kind of like how those work in concert together. Yeah,
0: and the depth behind. I mean, definitely. Uh, a couple of years ago, we did not know who Malik Reed was. Certainly you know before I mean?
1: he it's, didn't before he joined the team.
0: I had no I, idea. Exactly, yeah. but I'm saying ten he's years not ago, like, no uh, idea. Um, a high draft pick who's coming here, who's been all world his that entire his life, huh? Is that the Oregon kid's name, Thibodeau? Uh, yes, I believe so. Kayvon, is that right? I think that's his name. Yeah, probably a top three pick coming yeah. out, coming out. Yeah, hurt. Um, huh? He's hurt. Yeah, but he's going to be a top three pick. Yeah. He's one of the best players in college football. Yeah. But I think that then, and then you're looking at Jonathan Cooper, a seventh round pick here. So, this is what what you're left with that pass rusher. So they need Bradley Chubb to be focused, ready to go, and healthy. Yeah, no,
1: I mean, no doubt. I, that, I think you can survive. Uh, to me, it becomes about how, how serious is this. If it's something yep. where, like, if he doesn't play this weekend, it's going to heal up and you're good to go, then I'd consider, yeah. if this is something that's going to linger, that's just not, that's not good news for the Broncos.
0: Is it more concerning to you that, like, He's had some things keep popping up. You know, obviously the ACL two years ago, this off season, the foot surgery, now this. It's a pattern. Is it more concerning than what? Just if it was just like a one-off type of deal. Yeah, like I mean, of course,
1: if you have more than one thing. I mean, it's
0: not the same foot, right? Different ankle. Yeah. Different ankle, but it's a pattern.
1: Yeah, I mean, you need guys to stay on to the field. And obviously the fifth overall pick expectations are higher for him than they are for somebody else. And so, yeah, I think this was the season that Bradley needed to take that step. He can still do it. Um, but, but certainly in week one, he's up against it a little bit, yeah. you know, between the the legal troubles and the, the injury. Um, I think nobody would probably enjoy more going out there and pre- performing well than Bradley Chubb. That would put all this in the yep. review mirror. You don't have to worry about it and uh, it would be good for the team.
0: Well, we'll see uh, what his status is like come Sunday if he's available to go. I think that'll be a big boost to this Broncos defense, and uh, it could be a big day for him if he is able to go just uh, facing that Giants offensive line. Eric, let's move on to our uh, next topic here, our favorite Season openers uh in Broncos history here, uh at least those that come to mind. Uh, Eric, uh, let's start with yours.
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, I, I think the biggest one is the Stokely down the sideline. Oh, Kyle Orton. Got it. Yeah, Gus Kyler. Johnson, of Gus course. Gus Johnson, yes. On the call there against the Bengals starting the year 2009, in I believe.
0: Yeah, that was uh, Josh McDaniel's first game as Broncos head coach. Yeah, I mean, that's just
1: a that would be that's probably one of the great Broncos moments just in general in the last two decades yes in terms of
0: a miracle play exactly really cool
1: Um, that one stands out to me one and then I think another one that stands out to me my first regular season game ever that also happened to be a good Broncos game was that 2016 opener against the Panthers Uh, at the time everybody thought like these are still the two best team in the teams in the league Uh, Panthers got out to a lead Broncos come back Chris Harris Jr. makes it an unreal diving interception, uh, uh, late. Uh, I think Demarcus Ware had a big sack in that game, if I remember properly. And then Graham Gano makes the field goal at first, but Gary Kubiak had iced the kicker. Then hits the the upright on the second one.
0: Graham Gano, good.
1: Exactly. Just yeah. that was a great win. Yeah. The place was pumped because. Uh John Elway, Terrell Davis, Peyton Manning, they'd all walked out with the Lombardi trophies before the game. Yeah. Place was jacked. Trevor
0: up. Simeon's first game. Oh, was it also I think that's probably why it was your favorite. I think yeah. that's
1: purely coincidental.
0: Yeah. I think then and then they really got after Cam Newton too in that game. They so did. like back to back games. Darian gets, Stewart put yeah.
1: one of the biggest hits I've ever seen on Cam Newton. They yeah. just battered him the, the entire game.
0: The uh, the season openers pretty much when Peyton Manning was here were all very special. Uh, His first one against the Steelers, the Broncos win that game. Nobody knew what Peyton was going to be like coming back from his neck surgery. Obviously, a special game. Uh, Then in 2013, the revenge game against the Ravens. I don't know if you remember, Eric, but Joe Flacco's banner was up on the stadium. They had just broken the hearts of of all Broncos country. Then Peyton Manning goes out there and throws seven touchdowns on him. That's got to be my favorite. I don't yeah. think that you can top just the emotion that was in that stadium that night. Uh, the next year, 2014, he beats the Colts finally in the season opener. I mean, that's the only time he'd ever beaten the Colts. And then uh, there in 2015, kicking off uh, the Super Bowl 50 campaign, another win against the Ravens. So all four of his season openers very special.
1: Yeah. Four dubs. Four dubs. Important that's how to, he
0: did it. Important to start the season on the right note. Yeah. Uh, I know those are all recent memory, but those are some special ones. I'm pretty. I'm I'm only like seven years old, so. Well, John Elway, his debut did not go very well. So that, like his uh, as a rookie, so that definitely is not one. uh, You know, uh, uh, maybe if uh, if anybody remembers those, let us know. Yeah. Some of those. I mean, even
1: even in recent years, Phil, the seasons have not been good, but some of
0: these season openers have been pretty entertaining. But to me. Expectations heading into the season oh, kind of build. Yeah. I mean, those Peyton Manning games, a lot of those were on Sunday Night Football. Of I mean, course. those are like the big ones, you know, that there's kind of a specialness to that.
1: Yeah. But, you, I mean, you have
0: the, uh, what, the 2017
1: uh, Vance Joseph having the time of his life. That is true. The that game was against the Chargers. That, that was a fun game.
0: Yeah. That I was f- where Simeon juked uh, Joey Bosa oh, at the God. goal line. Another another good, one another good <laughs> Trevor Simeon
1: moment. Huh, interesting how that yeah. keeps happening. Yeah, I mean, and then maybe, 2018 I I think that was
0: Maybe my favorite a win one might be 2021 well. here coming up yeah, against the Giants. The dub? You just don't know what's
1: it. Yeah, that's true. My favorite one is the next one. Exactly. Like, a little bit yeah. like Tom in that regard. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. You know, what happened in 20 Oh, 2018 was a Seahawks yeah.
1: game of course. That was a good good win as well, but maybe good. not quite as
0: Sorry, I I know you try to keep talking there, but you and Tom Brady are on first name basis? Yeah, he listens to the initial I didn't know that. Okay, Tom. What's up, Tom? Tom, okay, yeah. But, yes, I think getting off to a good start is very important. This Broncos team, a lot of energy coming off the preseason, developing these, this winning mindset, this winning attitude, a win on Sunday. It, it, it kind of carries it into, it into the season, and then starting hot is important. I think what the Broncos have won, like, seven consecutive season openers until losing the last two. <laughs> Other than that, Miss Lane. Other than those last two. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah. <laughs> Just forget yeah. about it. Forget about those last. Year. Yeah,
1: no, that's starting they, a new tradition. They, they have
0: been good in a the new streak.
1: There, there was a comment on YouTube, Phil, that said someone said they lost a lot of respect for us as fellas because we
0: said it's a must win.
1: We said it's a must win. Yeah. Well, all the goodwill It the, is a must it, win. It, it is all the all the goodwill ah. that you've built up, all the kind of the positive energy that you've built up all off season. We're on a train right now, Phil. It's it, we're putting the coal in the engine. I don't know if they still do
0: that well, or they're not. They're still boarding right now. We're, we're all about right.
1: to, but we're you know we're packing up everything. Yep, putting some coal into the engine, getting ready to go. Yeah, we're trying to head to. Uh, we normally go to Click City. Yeah, yeah, but you're, you're trying content. to trying to head toward yeah. Tutty Town, toward Playoffville. For for the podcast, we uh, download City. Yeah, yeah. different uh, take two eighty five. Yeah, um, <laughs> if you lose in Week One, Phil, it's like the train goes off the tracks. Mm -hmm. right away from from just an emotional standpoint of gosh here we go again so I think winning the season opener there's three things one it's emotional because you have to continue to keep the momentum going two you just need these wins because if you look at the schedule it's going to be hard to find 10 or 11 games to win so you need every single one you can get and then three I I think this is the biggest one is just this is a good litmus test for the team. You know, if you can beat the Giants, yes. it's a good indicator of what other teams you can beat. If you lose to the Giants on the road, it's also going to indicate that now there's a whole other subset of games that maybe you shouldn't win that you thought you could. And so that to me is why it's a must win. You've got to go out here and set the tone right away.
0: And nowadays, with the way The sports world, the landscape works. People tend to overreact a little bit. If if they can't go out and get the win against the Giants, people are going to say, "Well, was Teddy the right quarterback choice? Maybe they should think about Drew." It puts an enormous amount of pressure on the Week Two game. You know, it just sort of all, oh, maybe we're not as good as we thought. That that kind of talk in the locker room. You just don't want any of that. You know, and a win kind of puts that all at bay. So. That's why it's, a, of course, not technically a must-win. They can still catch fire and later in the season win a bunch of games. But for this team, I just feel like a win would really go a long way. And if you want to make the playoffs, you got to beat teams like the Giants. The Giants could be a playoff team. I know that Peter Schrager, a little bit biased, but a good friend of the program, he, I think, has the Giants going to the playoffs.
1: It does sound a little bit biased, but you never know in the NFC East. Anything. Jersey possible. guy. Yep. Maybe you said one thing there Phil about expectations for Teddy that maybe I, I meant to bring up before I, I feel a little bit bad for Teddy because I think anything short of three and O, people are going to feel a little bit disappointed yeah. and so I think it's it might be impossible for Teddy to do anything to bump his stock unless you go out and you win against the Ravens or the Steelers I think almost wins the first three weeks people are kind of and this isn't fair, especially for a team that started or that's been 0 and 7 in September. You should appreciate every win. But I think yep. these first three people are like, well, we should beat the Giants and the Jets and the Jags. Not in that order, but. Yeah,
0: that was an interesting win. Giants and that. Jags and Jets. Oh, my. That's a mouthful, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, are you writing like a little uh, poem over there or something? Yeah. That'll be dropping on db.com. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eric, that's a nice way to transition into our final uh, uh, subject here, and that is predictions. You got any predictions for this week one game?
1: Yeah, I think that Vaughn Miller, and these are we're going to do this every week.
0: Some predictions. Yeah. These
1: shouldn't be lame predictions. Like, I'm not going to say the Broncos will score more than three points. That's a lame prediction. It'll probably come true. That's lame. This should be a little
0: bit of a, a stretch. Edgy.
1: My prediction: I think Von Miller and Bradley Chubb will combine for four sacks,
0: if Bradley Chubb is able to. Do it. Yeah, if Bradley so that Chubb might plays. be a lot on
1: Von Miller. That could be. Wow. Well, I'll say Von Miller and someone. Well, is that not fair? Hedgehog,
0: the hedgehog.
1: I'm the paper boy. <laughs> <laughs> Always deliver.
0: Uh, no, I'll,
1: yeah, I'll say Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, assuming they play, uh, have two okay. tubs. If they, if they don't, play, if Bradley Chubb doesn't play, then I'll go to a, an offensive prediction. Oh, okay. unless I steal yours here. No, let's go, go uh, um, ahead. that Jerry Judy will have more than 100 yards. Start the season on Ooh, a really high I note. I like that.
0: I like that. I was gonna say the defense will have three takeaways. Okay,
1: I like that. That's a lot of take. That's a good. You know, be hard to have three takeaways and not win the game.
0: Is it? I think probably Justin Simmons might have. Oh, or do we have a? Ben Swanson is doing oh a gosh, terrible gosh, job. Gosh, we need security over shot. here, please. Security. Security. Um, I was going to say maybe Pat Sertan has one, but that would be – I'd be out on a limb. Yeah, you if, don't – That you would like be it, a big – You, you like be... to stay wrapped up cozy and okay, Pat little... Sertan will have an interception in his rookie debut. Wow. His NFL debut. I'm going out <laughs> are, on a limb. Those are the same thing. Yeah, I'm going out on a limb. I'll say that. Uh, and then let's say uh, Javante Williams will have 100 yards rushing. Wow,
1: that is uh, – that's a – I think that's much bolder than the Judy, I think. It is. Cause Judy and probably, I'm bold. Judy probably needs like four catches to get to 100 yards. Yes, yeah.
0: He take Once he catches that ball, he, take, he goes – And the Giants have a very good defense, so I feel like I'm taking a yeah. – How about was that? I said Sertan will have an interception. I said Javante so Williams. Rookie, so to, you're on the yeah, rookie bandwagon. And three turnovers. Take oh, leads. you all three, three of them. So levels. do I need one more?
1: Or well,
0: not? you know, I – you might be like a two-person kind of guy, and I'm just a three.
1: You know. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll give uh, you. I would. Here, here's you know. my third one. Your. Um, I'll have more of my two come true than than oh, you will God. from your three. Oh, okay. That's a nice projection.
0: <laughs> you got a game projection? The final score here?
1: Uh, yeah. I think uh the Broncos are gonna win 23-13. Um, I like it. I think the you know maybe. That 13, I think, maybe a late field goal from the Giants or something, or a late score.
0: Okay. 23-13. I think
1: in the second half, it's going to feel like the Broncos have this under control. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon um, pick up some crucial first downs. I think they're going to feel in control. 23-13, there'll be room to grow, but I think you're going to feel... Good about going on the road and having a double-digit win.
0: There is always that will definitely be the sentiment after the game is that there's room for improvement. That yes. always that always happens. I'll say I'll say uh, 27 wow. Broncos, 14. Okay, 14 Giants. So a bigger
1: bigger win than I'm projecting.
0: 27, 14. Yeah, that's what I'll say. I'll say yeah. they they'll hit on a couple of big plays, you know, and so
1: you think then three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and a couple of field goals. Yeah. That's what I think. Because me, 23. You could really have a lot of a different possibilities. lot of possibilities. ways to get yeah. there. I mean, you could get another safety. The Broncos got a safety huh. in Minnesota. Yeah. They could do it again this week. That's true. Okay. Let's wrap things up with here since it's the start of the season. You have a Super Bowl pick here? Oh, man. Yeah. You want to think about it more? Because no, I'm, I'm <laughs> I can just say mine. If yeah, you go for yours. Okay. I'm going to take – this might be a, a little bit of a surprise for okay. some people. I'm going to take, I think – Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. I you think. are
1: so high on the Cleveland Browns.
0: I am, and I know that would buck tradition of the Browns uh, underachieving. Yes, if they got over the hump, man. Well, I do. I feel like there's like I feel like they might be, like the Buffalo Bills of this year, except maybe they'll win that game in the playoffs okay. and just get there. Okay. I know a lot of people like the Bills in the AFC, but I really think that. Uh, I really think this Cleveland team's pretty good, especially if uh, they stay healthy. Yeah. On the other side, this is a trendy pick, but the L.A. Rams. Ooh. I'm a big fan of Matthew Stafford. I understood why George Payton was exploring those talks. If Matthew Stafford was in Denver right now, I'd do a backflip right now. So I'm buying into back, that you hype. wouldn't. A, I, would, I would do one. So I'm going to take the Browns and the Rams. Okay, and we've got this is recording, so we'll go back and review the tape here. Yeah,
1: I probably can just remember it. Um, I am going to go with the Bills. I think they've just got such a talented roster. I, I go, I go with quarterback.
0: And you'll probably, and then you'll probably say the Tampa Bay. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I will. Uh, Josh Allen is just, hes a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. That's all there is to it. I think that they will get past the Chiefs this year. Um, I think Where bro- will
0: that game be played? Buffalo. Oh, in okay, that nice. place, man!
1: Can you imagine nice an AFC cold. Championship in Buffalo? Rocking!
0: You're gonna be there, and you'll jump <laughs> through a table, and you'll be on fire. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> all of the above.
0: After some nice Breckenridge, you'll bring some Breckenridge, some Breckenridge Brewery beer from the yep. farmhouse in Littleton. Yep.
1: And then I'll jump through a table. <laughs> okay. No, I, I just think Josh Allen. You, you kind of look for these teams on the rise. The the Browns are a good one. Um, I think. Well, Buffalo-
0: did you pick your other team? The Buccaneers. Oh, okay. And then who's going to win that? I think Tampa will win. Back to back. Back to back. It's back hard to, to bet it against really? Tom Brady. Okay. They're,
1: they brought everybody back. Wow. Um, I don't know that I believe the Matthew Stafford thing. Okay. Here's, I think the 49ers are going to win that division.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Jimmy G. Yeah, or Trey Lance.
0: Well, I think Jimmy G is.
1: Well, they said they're going to run captain? some packages with Trey Lance. Okay. Um. Okay. But yeah, I just Kansas City. I think the receiver depth hurts you. Buffalo is just. Re- I mean, they they came to Denver last year, and you just saw what like a machine looked like. They just rolled through
0: this team. I kind of I kind of led you this way. The, my real pick is the Denver Broncos, Eric. Yeah, that's my real. I thought pick. we were doing it if we had to pick somebody else. Yeah, sorry. Okay, that's right. That is true. That's, yeah. that is what we were doing. But obviously. Well, obviously, the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, just like your tie. Exactly, little the horses. A little horses But, are but if go it's not the, the Broncos, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Browns.
1: Here's here's something interesting because I think if the Broncos get in the playoffs, they should
0: be good enough to win a couple games because they can run the ball and play defense. They can run the ball Ooh. in some cold weather. I mean, mm. say say the
1: Titans, the Titans.
0: Yeah, Tennessee Titans. Say
1: they say the Broncos are like the seven seed, or the maybe the sixth seed say they somehow have to go to like tennessee or um team that plays a similar or, brand or Cle- of ball or cleveland like i i think they could go there and they could be right in that game and and upset somebody yeah
0: so you know you're, people, so you're saying if they're good enough to get to that point they're good, enough, they to they win should be good enough to win a couple games
1: because yeah, there, there are some teams every year where you get to the playoffs and you're like that team's not that team's not really any good they, like, yeah. they lucked into being here Yep. but I think that the style of football that the Broncos should play yep. should be good enough. I mean, you know, we saw Teddy Bridgewater; he did enough where they should have beaten the Seahawks. They didn't miss a 19-yard yeah, field yeah. goal. Yeah,
0: it's no good. The season's over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tough. So our fa- so. our friend Paul Allen very so, upset.
1: So if you're a Broncos fan and you're like, maybe we're not going to get the number one seed. Don't. It doesn't mean you can't do some damage in the playoffs once you get there and. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll have to see. We're a long way from that. But yeah. Okay. So I I do think the Denver Broncos will make the postseason. Okay. After. Okay. I, so do I. When when we started
0: th- to you talk about this year back, yeah, in, back you, in April, I've seen enough.
1: I've seen enough now from Teddy, yeah. who by I, the way I had ago, already I,
0: seen that months ago. I, I had seen all this. I seem to
1: remember in like July, you predicting that Drew would be the starter. Roll the tape. What? But now that I've seen Teddy, I've seen Javante Williams, I've seen this defense. I think that I, 10 I, 11 wins, probably 10. But I, I think that'll get you in um, as a 7 seed and then you uh, see what happens.
0: I'll say this, right now a lot of projections are coming in all or all across national media. Very few Kyle Brandt Broncos. is one of the few yeah. Uh, picked them to make the playoffs. I think that this team is respect. good enough to make the playoffs too. Yeah. I do too. I think 11 I think you're going to have to win about 11 games. You think so? Really good AFC side of the ball. So, I just think some make, of
1: these teams like the the fall, brand, off? The, well, no, fall off well no more like the Browns, steelers ravens i think they're going to beat up on each other a little oh. bit i think like the patriots bills dolphins could beat up on each other yeah. this division could beat up on each other okay. so i think if you can find a way to get to 10 okay in you know be good if enough. you
0: miss the playoffs at 10 and 7 10, ten used to be good with 16 games yeah. 17 i think you're going to have to win an 11th okay? yeah that's what i think so we'll see so you got you got the uh, buccaneers over the bills i do Okay, and I'm I, just, take I think that. that
1: Bills defense not good enough I'm to gonna, quite win it all.
0: I'm going to take the Rams over. You just love over Stafford. That's what I think. I think yeah. Stafford might win be MVP. Okay. You're you Josh, think Josh Allen, Josh Allen MVP? Got it. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson is what you is that what you were saying? Yeah. No. Oh, got it. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, I was a little confused. Okay, let's wrap up the show here. Uh, any shout outs uh, that you'd like to get to?
1: Shout out to our friend. Liz Gerald's Yes Who helped host A community event In person Play 60 Play 60 Express What does
0: that 16 mean? 16 Boys and Girls Club uh, kid, uh, Groups uh, Branches of, of Metro Denver Went down to Empower Field At uh, Mile High And uh, they played 60
1: I believe it was on what Mainway,
0: Main Way, Main Street. Was a, yes, that that M-A-N-E that, M-A-N-E that Street. bit of grass that leads right into used to be the Sports Legends Mall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now Main Main Street, Street. Main Way, something like that. Uh, yeah, really uh, cool. Pat Sertan was out there. Yeah, the rookie Big out community, there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Browning was out there. That was nice. So, yeah, get the rookies going. Of course, Justin Simmons and Dalton Reiser. Yeah, of course. Obviously. I mean, they were uh, of yeah.
1: there. Shout-out um. shout out to the team captains, Phil. Yes. Can you name them all? Yeah, of course I can. Teddy Bridgewater, Cortland Sutton, Vaughn Miller, Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson,
0: Brandon McManus. I th- see the McManus. I thought maybe you'd... No. BMAC is a captain. Yeah. Special yeah. teams. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How about shout-out Breckenridge Brewery at the farmhouse let's go yeah that's where the that's where the neutral zone will be recording live every monday at 6 p.m
1: we expect people to be there
0: a lot of nz let us know if you're going to be there we'll take pictures with you yeah we'll sign autographs in a safe man in a safe way phil will sign your forehead yes yeah i'm very excited about this
1: uh yeah jeff flanagan tell your boss you can't work you gotta be there on monday night uh just to Send us your uh, receipt. We'll expense the flight, maybe, potentially.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe straight out of your paycheck. Not big enough for Let me for ask that. you this, Eric. Yeah. Uh, we're a little bit goofy on here. Yeah. Are we still going to be goofy? I think within reason. Oh, you're going to tone it down a little.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not too much. you, wanna, you gotta want You got a personality. I don't want you
0: toning it down too much. Uh, yeah. Because we, <laughs> yeah. we need it. We need it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think a lot of Breckenridge Brewery is going to be confused who lists Gerald's this, but they're going yeah. to they're gonna have to figure it out. They're going
0: to have to figure it out.
1: We typically haven't yeah. done shoutouts on the Monday show when we get in season. Oh god,
0: it's pretty. That Monday one's pretty serious. Yeah, it can still be fun. We gotta be a little bit goofy. Yeah, because people who we're still gonna post the show just like normal. We will. Yeah, so don't worry. It's yeah. not like it's not yeah. like you're no longer gonna, 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 be gonna hear the Monday show. Tuesday morning when you're driving home or driving to work, I mean. Yep. So sometimes I call work home, you know. Exactly. When I type in my GPS and it's like home or work, what do you? What I get you, confused. When you sometimes. say drive, what do you? Because yeah. I never leave here. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. So where would I drive com- to? Yeah, you don't have any commute, huh? No, I just At I got a little cot there. tucked under my desk. Yep, it's nice. Defend the desk. That's nice. Okay, uh, yeah. So we'll see you uh, out there on Monday if you can make it. Can't wait. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, the Hoff is going to be there. Nope, I think we're good. Okay, we'll be uh, there next Monday. Excited to get this thing rolling. Until then, for Eric DeLala, I'm Phil Malani. You've been listening to The Neutral Neutral Zone. Zone.